25 years after her shocking act of revenge, the mere mention of the name Lorena Bobbitt still has men crossing their legs. Because men yeah. can't imagine a woman doing that without being crazy. But they're wrong about that. Well, it worked for her in a yeah. court. Yeah. Honest to goodness, the only thing I'm thinking about right now is I'd really like to know what the brand of the knives were. I've always wanted to do a podcast with different women who have different points of view. Or just like a show where I force people to talk about the view with me. Is the world flat? Yes. I'll call it Deja the View. I, I never thought about it, Whoopi. Hello, and welcome back to Dirty John, our first episode of 2019. We're joined today by our friend Katie Elliott. She's back, back, <laughs> back, back, back again. Hey. <laughs> um, it's a very exciting time. Some of us are um, back on Toronto time mm -hmm. as they have just <laughs> hit the ground um, from Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Marie Hudson. <laughs> Hi. The host of this year's Golden Globes <laughs> is back. It's true. I haven't asked her. I've been with Marie for three hours today so far, and I haven't asked her a single thing about her trip to L.A. Um, and I don't intend true. to be start. <laughs> <laughs> How are the Globes? It was fun. I was there with work on the red carpet so i didn't see the show itself but i did have to live tweet it for my work so after the carpet i had to run to a hotel room and start live tweeting oh my god um good thing i wore a sensible heel that's all i'll say how many inches <laughs> <Eight>. <laughs> did you see Celebs. So the funny thing about that is anyone who follows me on Twitter saw that I was kind of like not talking a lot about the trip, but I did tweet before going that I couldn't wait to have acne in front of Rachel Vice because I was thinking here's a person who's not like crazy A-lister. Like I'll be on the red carpet we're probably not like I probably won't see everyone though but here's someone who's like pretty medium famous who like I'll probably see it's like I put it into the universe yeah. and the universe <laughs> listened and was like oh you thought the only person I didn't see at the Golden Globes out of like literally everyone oh. other than like Carol Burnett because she's not gonna like haul ass down a red carpet the only person I didn't see was Rachel Weisz do you think she was avoiding you? <laughs> I think she saw the tweet. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then what was worse was like one of my coworkers saw her in the, like rode the elevator with her because the way that it is like they're at a hotel. So if you are also, if you have a room in the hotel that whole night, all of the parties, everything takes place in the one hotel, which I guess is like, I didn't know that beforehand. I thought the parties were like happening in other buildings and stuff. No, they're all in the same hotel. So 
throughout the night, if you're just in the hotel, like you're going to see famous people just walking around in, in the elevators with you. I saw, um, hi, uh, Heidi Klum. Yeah. She was like in the elevator and I was waiting to leave the building at the end of my shift oh, <laughs> and, God. and the elevator doors opened and she was like, sorry guys, it's too full. It's too full. Cause I was with these, like, there were like drunk people on, on the floor also waiting to get on and she they like tried you to, on. well, not me. I was like, I'm obviously not trying to get into this elevator, full like, elevator. I was I'll like, smell my breath. <laughs> but there were like drunk people waiting to get on as well. And sh- and they tried to like make a run for it. And she was like, no, no, sorry. It's full. It's full. And it, like exactly the way that you would think that she yeah. would say it. Um, but yeah, so one of my, like someone I work with rode the elevator with her and it was like, obviously <laughs> that would be the one person I wouldn't see her answer. <laughs> who clearly was not working right. the globe. Yeah. This, so this when Marie was, leaving to go to the globes i said like because sarah was at the oscars mm-hmm. on the red carpet i was like there's a chance that you could see sarah a Haynes. really big chance yeah. yeah but i guess like it has something to do with like the the today show covers the right the globes more, it's NB- yeah. more so than abc i guess yeah because it's nbc um yeah but i did see basically everyone it was exciting um but i what was more exciting was when i saw people in la not on the red carpet like after so after the globes i stayed for like to just like to be in la just in l (laughs) just to hang out and i was like in santa monica at this like random burger place and i was waiting for my burger (laughs) and this woman (laughs) with sunglasses and like a this like really like specifically dressed like um like ll bean wearing woman was like up at the counter ordering and i was like it's one of those looks where you're just trying so hard to be incognito that you're like drawing attention to yourself Mm-hmm. And I looked over and I was like, I, it's probably someone famous, but like, don't really recognize. Then I was with my girlfriend who was like, who was like patting my leg, being like almost burger time, <laughs> probably. <laughs> and, and the woman looked over at me and my girlfriend and like did a, like a half second too long of a look and like an acknowledgement and then mm. looked back and I was like, oh my God it's melissa etheridge <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> yeah wow was it what a, a drive through and did they ask her to come to the window <laughs> <laughs> no they did not <laughs> okay that's crazy and that's then the last thing i thought you were gonna say <laughs> what, what was the think? first thing no i was just like that's shocking <laughs> to me. yeah and then so we were staying at a not like a super fancy hotel, but it was in Hollywood and there is like a restaurant tied to the hotel that I guess they kept bragging on the website. Like you might just see a famous person or two, I guess because of the area the, it was no joke. They were not fucking around. They was like, literally like you might just see a famous person or two over the span of like one day we were there. It was like in the hotel. So we went for breakfast there a lot and someone from pentatonics was there one day who like i never would have recognized but who which one i know what how they did look you like. know do you, like there's the, a there's the two white guy, ginger no. guy 
Yeah. Yeah. I guess he was there. There were like a lot of YouTubers there who my girlfriend kept Log- recognizing. Was Logan Paul. He was not there. He was not being gay there. Okay. And um, and then so then over the course of the weekend, like I had talked to um, Credence about who like the Globes, and I was like, oh, I saw Kate Mara there, just like someone who like she would care about. And she was like, oh my god. And then we were like talking about, and I was like, oh, but I didn't see Rooney. I prefer Rooney. And then we were like having like a funny couples fight, being like but Runer's way hotter. And she was like, Kate's so hot. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like you love Kmart. It's fine. <laughs> so then cut to like the morning, our last morning in LA. And we were eating at the, at the breakfast place in the hotel. And I like look over and Kate Mara and her husband were like at the counter eating. And there was like a split second of like me being so petty and insane <laughs> that I was like, I shouldn't tell her. And then later today I should be like, oh, you know who you think is so hot? <laughs> well, guess what? Like she was at the place and you didn't even get to see her. But then I was like, no, I must act like a normal person. <laughs> Just like, oh, okay, Mara's over there. Mm-hmm. Like the time that Ellen Page walked by us on the street and you didn't tell me until after she had walked by. Because you had been like, Ellen Page is so hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, those were like my outside of the Golden Globes celebrity sightings. Sounds like a success. It was. Other, well, other than Rachel Vice ghosting me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the knowing nod from Melissa Etheridge, like a, a gay nod. That was really That's funny. enough yeah. to sustain you for like yeah. years to come. It the was rest so, of Trump's yeah. residency. Yeah, it was really funny. Wow. Uh, well, we also saw a celebrity recently. We, <laughs> Katie and I went to Casey Musgraves mm-hmm. last night. I How thought you that? meant that like gay snor- snowboarder that we saw. That oh my god did you see gus we did see gus on the street but oh that was like god. in the summer yeah. oh yeah and he was shopping he was shopping at urban outfitters yeah yeah um but yeah we we went to casey musgraves last night it was really beautiful mm-hmm. i never had this thought before but like the way she was dressed and like her makeup and her hair extensions and just like everything the way she's so pretty she really is if Kyle Richards and Cher's closet had a baby <laughs> like that's I never realized how much she looks like Kyle Richards yeah um I see it I see what you mean yeah it was just so beautiful mm-hmm. like yeah the lighting was really beautiful mm-hmm. it's like such a dumb thing to like notice well not really but when you're like oh like wow the there lights was so much so like nice. rainbows yeah like she really loves like it literally was a rainbow she of lo- lights. she loves her casey Muskays. <laughs> it was so nice um our friend went to the meet and well katie saw the meet and greet it was right outside the ladies bathroom <laughs> yeah. so when people would leave the meet and greet area you could see like when the curtain opened there was a mirrored wall and then you could see her in the mirror and she yeah. was standing right outside the entrance to the washroom so it was That's like beautiful it was literally like if someone like took a huge crap <laughs> it would ruin it would the whole be atmosphere of the like why would she not stand on the other side solidarity with his own the pissers shit it <laughs> she- on <him. laughs> he's not here to kink shame she's here for all aspects of the lgbtq Follow your community arrow, even if it leads you to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> But it was funny. Our friend, um, 
did the meet and greet and uh-huh. like got a photograph with her and like she's so pretty but he was like telling us how the how it went down uh-huh. and like I've never done well I've done one meet and greet and that was with Alyssa Edwards <laughs> and like there was a professional photographer that just was like you know next like, oh yeah takes a picture mm-hmm. move on I think that's usually how it works yeah I think that so was too. not how the Willem meet and greet went down. And I have a feeling that the Willem and the Casey Musgraves meet and greet are more similar than one would think. <laughs> well, it went down. Um, we can compare it. So <laughs> apparently she, when you walk in, they're like, okay, so this is how it's going to go. Like Casey's going to take a selfie with you. You're going to hand her your phone and uh-huh. she is going to take the selfie on your I phone. Love that. And she has to stand, stand on a specific side. Yeah. Cause Kieran was side. on the wrong side and she was like, can you move over? Right. Yeah. And then she takes your phone and takes, did you say two or two. one, two selfies? Mm-hmm. So like she's one for Facebook, it. one for grinder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I just thought it was funny how she, like, is the photographer. Like, Like, she's going to control this. I love that. I kind of love that. Like, I feel like if I was Casey Musgraves, I would be, I would also want to do that. Because I wouldn't even trust a, 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 like, (laughs) photographer. Uh, well, yeah. I just think about all those studies that you read about how dirty your phone is mm-hmm. and to her to mm-hmm. trade her vanity mm-hmm. for touching hundreds yeah. of people's disgusting phones. And the it's only of the third matter. night of her tour. Yeah. yeah. So the amount of fecal how, matter, not even taking into account how, the proximity the of the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, not to bring it back to shit, but... Yeah, there's a lot of fecal matter. All arrows lead to shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Was there an opener? Yes, it was a little little woman that... You know... Like a manic pixie dream girl. Got it. Yeah, I don't remember. Millie Bobby Brown. (laughs) She had the style of Eleven mixed with the haircut of Carly Rae Jepsen. With the face of Carrie Brownstein. Exactly. Yeah. Got it. Um, But yeah, it was a fun night. (laughs) Happy for you. How does that compare to the Willem meet and greet? Oh, yeah. The Willem, it actually is like the opposite. The Willem meet and greet was... There was no photographer. (laughs) So in that regards, it was the same. But Willem refused to take take the pictures. Like, I was like, do you want to take it? Because I assumed that, like, they Mm. would want to take it because they would want to be in control. And Willem was like, oh, no, no, no. I don't know how those things work. It sounds like you should work for Casey, maybe. That's her, like, publicist or something. You know? I assume that's what publicists do. I like that Willem (laughs) chose sanitary mm. yeah Willem would Sanitation. care a lot about yeah. fecal over matter. yes yeah. vanity because he i mean he looks amazing no matter what so yeah. yeah well something we need to talk about that is a bit of a tragic tale um which is <sighs> you may be thinking to yourself, it's been a while since they put out a new episode. Yeah. So if you were listening to our holiday episode, great. Um, and then you were wondering, where did they go after that? Mm-hmm. Well, we were there. <laughs> you just didn't know it. An episode had happened. We did record another episode at the end of 2018. Mm-hmm. And then what happened was 
Um, we deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> Call a spade a spade. <laughs> Some of us forgot the lesson that we learned in our two years of TV broadcasting, which is to always have a second copy. Something happened. <laughs> It got deleted before it ever got released. Uh-huh. Um, and it it's will... like Fergie's albums <laughs> up until 2018. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Katie was there as well. <laughs> she was there. And it will forever be known as the lost episode. Mm-hmm. And it's now, it's been so long since we recorded that, that I can hardly remember what we even talked about. No. Like, what do you guys think we talked about I, that people are missed out I on? I remember that I made one joke specifically that didn't even go over well <laughs> with you guys, but I thought that the audience would really think it's funny. And it was something about Bush. Like, we were talking about George Bush. The George Bush but fight. I, and, and somewhat, like, something was said about there being good good bush and i was like any bush is good bush (laughs) and like you guys laughed less than you are now (laughs) but i was thinking oh the audience is gonna love that one yeah (laughs) classic marie (laughs) i know something we talked about which is anna navarro when she appeared on cnn with popcorn we talked about that she was on cnn and they they it was she was talking about the nancy uh nancy pelosi chuck schumer talking to donald trump um, about how he w- was threatening to shut down the government mm-hmm. and Anna Navarro was talking about CNN and she was like eating popcorn and going yeah. baby and play it on a loop when, when I was home um, like when I was home for the holidays that clip played so like they kept repeating that clip on CNN baby play that again yeah. play it on a loop uh, like I said in my take this was a reality show president <laughs> No, you didn't. Oh, please play it again, baby. Play it again on a loop. I could see that stuff all day. It is the most entertaining piece of video I have seen on TV since Teresa flipped over the table in The Real Housewives a few years ago. I and just saw a picture of it on Twitter the other day. And there's an update to that now. Oh, is she that did another one. She did another one now with her like filing, filing her nails. Mm. Yeah. That's what I saw. That's what I saw. Clearly the, she realized she was, were you just about to say she's greatest, carrot top? Yeah, oh. she's the greatest prop comedian since, the greatest prop comic since Carrot Top. I was like on, I was like about to say it. Yeah. It's the greatest thing I have seen since Teresa on the Real Housewives <laughs> flipped over the table. <laughs> she has the jokes written, but mm-hmm. she, the comedic timing is not coming because naturally. Because she to her. writes the jokes, and then regardless of how, of how it plays out in real life, like regardless of what people are actually saying, mm-hmm. she will recite the jokes anyway. Right. What else? Um, we happened? talked about Candace Cameron Bure's like disgusting injury, her hand oh, injury. Yeah. She was um, playing bumper cars with yeah. her religious fanatic. I almost said boyfriend, but I meant brother. Um. Um, And he (laughs) ran over her hand or something. And she was in the hospital and had this She almost lost her wedding ring. They almost had to cut her wedding ring off. And that was like her Mm -hmm. big thing was that she was like, thank God they didn't have to break it. And then we talked about like how easy it would be to recreate their wedding ring if they did have to cut it. Oh, and how you shouldn't wear rings because you can get 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 degloved. 
which yeah, is a gross yeah. thing that you can just look up on your own. We don't have to yeah, describe. No. When I was in America, I saw her tuna commercial happen on TV. That's crazy. Yes. Oh my god, lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> which one? Which version was it? Her backstage. Oh, backstage at shooting a movie or yes. something, and yeah. she's like, "I don't know." They're like, "Can't have time to eat," set. and the tuna's like, "Eat me." You have time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that- kind of what happens. <laughs> And like, I guess, I think that's all you guys really missed. We talked about, um, you made us, um, like recite what our ideal nativity would be. And I remember (laughs) I fucking panicked. Yes. There was a Christmas hot topic about a nativity scene that that depicted, depicted baby Jesus in a cage. Yes. And I made, I asked everyone to say what their perfect and nativity I'm, scene I honestly was. cannot remember what I said, but just knowing me <laughs> and knowing you, I'm going it's to go on a limb could have and say that it was about Sarah Haynes and I think a dog was. and her baby. I, <laughs> okay. I think it was. I think, yeah, it was Sarah Haynes related. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But um, so to make up for the lost episode that you'll never get to hear, um, we did record a bonus episode of Deja the View that you can listen to. It'll be coming out the same time as this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we decided to look back at 2018 and count down the top 10 view feuds of the year. And there are a lot like Ten now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to imagine doing the top 10 of all time. Yeah. Forget it. Yeah. And the reason why we thought to do this is because of um, a, the recent like fight with Joy and Megan that got like really picked up mm-hmm. in the news and everyone was putting out like, you know, most contentious view moments of all time. And I was like, Ugh, like this happens every day. Yeah. Like, let's just do our own. Um, so you can listen to that. Are you ready for some view updates? (laughs) Always. (laughs) Well, The Masked Singer is finally out. Mm -hmm. We're two episodes in. I've been like waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for the show. We knew that this was going to be a A hit. A fucking hit. Everyone was paying no mind to it, acting like it wasn't happening or or (laughs) acting like, oh my God, like so stupid. This is going to be so bad. There's not going to be any celebrities on it. Well, guess what is Donnie Osmond a celebrity? <laughs> Listen, when I see Jenny McCarthy's name attached to a project next to Nicole Scherzinger, yeah. you best believe it's going to be a hit. <laughs> but, um, I'm obsessed with the show. Like, it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. It mm-hmm. is the greatest show I've ever seen. Um, the craziest thing to come out of this so far is a conspiracy theory that... Megan McCain is actually competing on the show. Yeah, it's so crazy how like you put it out into the universe being like we have to keep our eye on the masked singer on this podcast and now it's like the two I really didn't think that the two worlds were going to collide. I didn't think there'd be an opportunity for us to talk about the masked singer again. Listen, if Jenny McCarthy, it doesn't matter if Jenny McCarthy <laughs> was on it for one season, I can still talk about it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so there's a competitor known as the Raven on... That imagine, could also be a clue in itself. Yeah, imagine it was Raven Simone. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'll get to another theory about okay. that. But um, 
So there's a contestant that is a raven. They're, they're dressed as like a gothic looking raven, raven thing. Yeah. with like a weird cage on them. And the way the show works is like they do, they give you a whole bunch of clues and then the, the, yeah, person comes they out play the like mask. a little clip beforehand, mm-hmm. like the way that they would in American Idol, kind and of like giving like their backstory. Story. Yeah, but this one is like giving their backstory, with, but filled with clues, and their voice is like screwed up, so it all sounds like I, no, 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 you know, yeah, like that, <laughs> exactly like that. Um, and so in the Ravens clue package, there's a whole bunch of things that I feel are intentionally leading people to believe that it's Megan McCain. Yes. They say that it's a person who talks a lot, who hosts a talk show, mm-hmm. um, and who recently lost someone. There's no one else on a talk show. Currently. It, currently yeah. that like fits the bill. lost someone as yeah. famously as me. I mean, that's a weird way of putting it, but like th- it's, yeah. you know, Megan McCain is like known. It's a known thing that yeah. John McCain died. It was a huge deal. Yeah. She and also says she has a sunny personality. Yeah. Sunny right. Austin. Yeah. Yeah. Like the clues are everywhere, right? And then they come out to sing a Kesha song, another thing that Megan clearly would do. Yes. The body the shape is kind hair of like. Hair body face. Yeah. Hair body face. It's all screaming Megan McCain. Yeah. Even the voice, like even the singing voice, the tone is not off. Like it's not off for it to be Megan. I some d- of them, like some people, some um guesses that people are giving for people i'm like are you hearing this like it can't possibly be this person it's mm-hmm. so off but with this one it's like it's close enough i would believe it you'll find a rainbow rainbow baby trust me i know life is scary but just put those colors on girl come and play along with me tonight I, I haven't heard Megan sing, but like I would believe it. I think her voice is a little more high pitched, but yes, I also would believe it. But it I could be her doing yeah. something yeah. in her like lower and, register. Yeah, and it could also be like if someone isn't so comfortable singing, they would be singing in a more like comfortable range that would be like lower. Yeah. Yes, and it's it's the vocally it's someone who can sing but clearly isn't like a trained Recording like normal artist. singer. Yeah. yeah. Um I can't. Megan has tweeted twice now yeah. saying, "I'm not the Raven. I'm not the Raven." Because which clearly just makes people it are, seem like yeah, because clearly Raven. people are being like, "Oh my god, I didn't know you were gonna be like." Even it, there was one tweet where it almost seemed like it was one of her friends being like, yeah. "Girl, you didn't tell me you were on this show." And she was like, "Girl, it's not me." Yeah, like, like keep she, it cool. Yeah, she's making it totally seem like she is. Yeah. by denying it so much. But the who it probably is is it's Ricky, Ricky Lake. Lake. It's so obvious yeah. that it's Ricky Lake when you like, when you like, so, okay. The reason why I started thinking this and a lot of other people are thinking this too is because I YouTubed, uh, I searched um, Ricky Lake singing. Mm-hmm. Then first thing that comes up is her singing like a Broadway song. Yeah. And then first comment, someone just wrote Raven. Oh my God. <laughs> but also it's like the success of the show depends on people believing that the show will be able to get people who are famous now yeah like the whole pitch of the show is like what if it was kendall jenner when in reality no one who's super famous now is on the show it's all it's all kind of like no offense but like has-beens that's like that we know of i mean yeah. yeah but like 
realistically, it's more likely people who are not at their like peak like, right now. Yeah. And that's I why think it's it'll, like I'm, I'm probably sure, Ricky. I'm sure it'll be like dancing with the stars and that there's like a couple people who are current and yeah. the rest will be like people, you know, from yeah. past or whatever, which I still think is great. But, um, yeah, we think it's Ricky Lake. Yeah. Um, it also was just funny because when they were doing the judging, Jenny McCarthy's guess was that it was Sherry Shepard. Um, there, another like notable performer on the mass singer is mm-hmm. the poodle. Yeah. I live for poodle. I like the look. It's yeah. so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I normally don't think that white people should wear dreads, but I do think it works for the poodle. Do you know who is someone famous who would end up, who would be on the show, like, because it's Fox and just because of where they're at in their career and everything, who, like, it would be a twist and you'd be like, oh, my God, it's a super famous person. Katy Perry. Oh. Like, Katy Perry would end up being someone who would be on The Masked Singer just because of that's how things worked out for 2019. Yeah. So I heard a theory. Uh I heard two theories. Some people think... The poodle could be Raven Simone. Whoa. Because um, I think... The some, poodle is the one who has the LGBT Exactly. Outspoken, backstory. LGBT, yeah. not known for music, but does music. Is like comedian. And then I think at the end she goes like, work, which apparently is like yeah. a Raven Simone like thing that she yeah, says on the show. Yeah, she's like, I'm going back to my roots of and, music. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also heard a theory that's Maya Rudolph. And when you oh. listen, when you listen to the really? the vocals, it kind of sounds like Maya Rudolph. But would Maya Rudolph, like, would, do people associate her with like a pride flag? Like I never would put mm-hmm. that together. Yeah. That's kind of the, who I think it is, is Kelly Osbourne. No, she can't sing that good. You're the right kind of sinner to really. I'm really rooting for Megan. I don't care if she denies it. I'm yeah. decided that it's not Ricky Lake. It is Megan McCain. And it's mm-hmm. so nice to see Megan pushing herself in this way. And I hope that her and Rumor Willis get to do a duet. Yeah. That's what the world needs. Yeah. <laughs> That'll heal America. <laughs> Across the aisle. <laughs> in other news... Paula Ferris's podcast ran into a bit of controversy recently. Um, and it wasn't because of Sherry Shepard's appearance, although Sherry was on it and she did mm-hmm. say some funny stuff about being a Jehovah's Witness and trying to convert Barbara to Christianity. Um, but it was actually with Sabrina the Teenage Witch, oh, Melissa God. Joan Hart. So apparently, I didn't know this until recently that she's like very Christian. Yeah. And, like, the type of Christian that's probably not doing much good for the world. No, she, like, pivoted really hard yeah. after Sabrina. So uh, she was on Paula Ferris's podcast. And um, normally Paula records these in a studio. But she, like, opens the episode narrating being, like, Melissa insisted that we go to her house. And you can kind of hear it in Paula's voice that she's trying to do her typical Paula Ferris thing and like be unbiased, which she's, uh-huh. you can hear like, help me oh my God. <laughs> in this a little bit. <laughs> so they go to Melissa Joan Hart's house and like they get into this discussion about her faith. And Melissa ended up telling like a personal story about how she like 
raised her kids to like not trust people that aren't Christian. Oh yeah. And saying like, if you don't believe in Jesus, like we can't trust them. Yeah. Um, and I guess like she sent her kids to school and another parent like that her son was friends Uh with, like got in a big fight with her because it was like anti-Semitic to be like, if you don't believe in Jesus, you can't Uh be trusted. And she like, it Uh like, she ran into a bit of trouble there yeah was she like saying oh yeah i made a mistake by doing that she didn't really she just said like we had a tough discussion about it so that like that's what paula said no melissa okay but what what was paula's two cents she doesn't have one she just (laughs) she doesn't even have one What, wait, what's Paula's podcast like about? It's called faith. Journeys of Faith. And it's just oh, okay. like she has people on. Uh, of, I think her goal is to have different religions. Mm-hmm. But right now it's like, you know, yeah. people who have similar religion to Paula. And they talk about how it's like been a part of their life. Okay. And like sometimes I find myself accidentally listening to it for too long <laughs> where I'm just like, Oh, like, I just wanted to hear what Sherry had to say, but then yeah. I end stay for Marla Maples, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that was, like, a, a bit of a thing. I just thought it was funny because, like, it was – it got, like, picked up by, like, news sor- – entertainment yeah. news sources, and it was like, lol, you're all referencing Paul Ferris's podcast that we make mm. fun of, which is actually, like, doing really well. <laughs> um, in other few updates – Abby announces on The View that she was pregnant with twins. Yeah. She said, we're pregnant. Yeah, Whoopi was like, Abby, do you want to start us off with some good news today? And Abby goes, well, we're pregnant. And like, there was a split second of nonsense in my mind. I was like, all of them? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Until I realized she was doing the weird thing that people do when they're like, we're pregnant about her and her husband. Yeah. She's I having twins. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, she was like, we're pregnant with a girl. And the audience was like, woo. And she was like, and a boy. And the audience was like, ah! <laughs> they lost their shit. Yeah. I, I'm happy for her. Um, it's just like. <laughs> You sounded really happy yeah, for her. That was equivalent of beautiful gowns. <laughs> it's just like we. It's just like yeah, that's great. But it's also it's just like, oh, uh, like, it's, what could it be like? Worse timing yeah, for the view. I can't imagine who they will have. Fill like, in I for her. I can't believe we're doing this again. I know. I can't believe it. It's like to me, they they've already exhausted like all of their fill-ins. I think that they really get a chance for a do-over. <laughs> so, um, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I So, I mean, I'll, I, I'd rather not speak on it, and I'd rather um, have Facebook speak on it, because yeah. they pulled some comments Great. of what people had to say. Some of it is... What a, does Nancy like, from Nebraska have to say? <laughs> disclaimer, some of it's very anti-woman. Oh, great. Um, so, LMA. Mm-hmm. As opposed to LMAO, um, said, why would Abby get pregnant when she just started a new job? Not very professional. Very surprised that she's having more children when she always makes comments that having one is hard. I assume. I've never, I just want to interject and say, I've never even heard her talk about a kid. 
Oh, she well, yeah, she had her baby on. You saw that. You just blocked it out. Because you um, hate babies. And then she said, I assume she will not be returning after she has the twins, which means some of you will be on another hunt for a new co-host. Maybe Sarah will come back since I hear her new show is tanking. Like, funny that person should say that. Sarah's also pregnant. Right. In, yeah. yeah. In other news, Sarah other Haynes has announced that she's also pregnant. Yeah. Congrats. So that's two big gaping spring slots that they to have fill. to fill. Yeah, yeah. It's like like it's similar situation with with Sarah because like if she goes on maternity leave, like now that show also and like if I. If anything, it's more. I think it's probably more stress for her because it's like she is the one of two co-hosts. You know, it's not like being yeah. on a panel with like five, or four or five people. Back to the comments. <laughs> Diane Kayser, congratulations to her. Maybe she won't return from maternity leave. One can hope. Uh, Patty Gray, (laughs) I knew it. She went on a crazy rant a few weeks ago, a clear indication of pregnancy. I, it's like it? funny because I know specifically what she's talking about. She's talking about the Russia episode. Yeah. And it's funny because like that wasn't even why she went on a rant. It was mm-hmm. because she was <laughs> defending her dad. Yes. Um, and then... I love it when this happens. <laughs> a fight breaks out when Linda F- Fitzpatrick says, Whoopi looks like you're having twins. Oh my God. That's why. Deb says, Nasty, hateful, and extremely hate troll like with a side of schoolyard bully style mean girl. Whoopi looks great and always does, even if you don't like her clothing style all the time. Ugh. Linda True. replies, Ah, to you <laughs> do you think that she was going ah, <laughs> no. from shallow megan replies oh linda i feel sorry for you honey bless your heart linda oh shucks thanks jai linda is just mad her and her cousin in that picture with her couldn't conceive <laughs> ruth Suppose someone told your great-grandmother she looked like she was pregnant. Dumb. Trish. And you're skinny, right? Don't body shame people till you look at yourself in a mirror. Aaron, you are literally twice her size. What the hell? Grow up. You're too old for the fuckery. Sarah, let me ask you this. Does it make you feel good about hating on Whoopi? Whoopi doesn't care what you think. You are nobody compared to Whoopi. That's true. What does your mother look like? Does your mother look like she's having twins? How about that? Why are like different generations yeah. of their families being brought into this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a happy announcement for Abby. Not so happy Not so for the happy people for on Facebook. People on Facebook who feel badly about their family's bodies now. <laughs> Sorry to her great grandmother. <laughs> May she rest in peace. <laughs> oh, and one last view update. Mm-hmm. Megan appeared on Watch What Happens Live again. Um, she's always great on that show. Yeah, she really comes alive and comes to thrive. Yeah. Her makeup team brought it. Every time um, Megan appears on that show, I just like am reminded that. It's such a shame that they don't use her to talk about pop culture. Pop culture. Yeah. Like she's like an expert. Mm-hmm. So 
it just sucks. Um, and so they asked, Andy asked her about her like feuds with Joy again because they got in that big one that we talked about in the last yeah. episode. And you can also hear us talk about it in the bonus episode. Um, <laughs> and she had this to say. You know, the thing about Joy and I is if you extract politics, we are very similar women. Right. We, like, leave it out all on the table. We fight like boxers. And then we leave, and I'm like, do you want to get a drink? Are we cool? Neither of us, like, talking about our personal life on air. Right. We got into a big one right before the break. And then at Christmas time, she was like, I'm over it. Are you over it? I'm like, I'm over it. I really, she's really funny. And at the end of the day, I try and hate her, and I can't. Like, right. I, I adore her. She's really I feel fun. Like, I know, but I feel like sometimes if she doesn't stay on top or something, you get really mad. I at do, her. and she gets mad at me. And we're we're very. It's like I an older sister I never had. But I'm telling you, I've never had more fun fighting with anyone on TV <laughs> right. than I do with Joy Behar. Yeah, that's saying something. I, I like go into battle every day knowing that she is smart. She knows her talking points. She watches as much cable news as I do. Right. And I I we both also like enjoy the fight, right. which is also good. Okay. I would say and like dangerous. It, yes, it's, it's always dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We both yeah. enjoy a fight. Yeah. It's yes. always like uh -oh. that's true. Are y'all ready for some hot topics? Yes. Um, okay, so the first hot topic that we're going to talk about <laughs> is um, some stuff that Tucker Carlson said that was crazy. Uh, he argued that women making more money than men in a relationship in general is actually bad for society. Study after study has shown that when men make less than women, women generally don't want to marry them. Now, maybe they should want to marry them, but they don't. Over big populations, this causes a drop in marriage, a spike in out-of-woodlock births, and all the familiar disasters that inevitably follow. More drug and alcohol abuse, higher incarceration rates, fewer families formed in the next generation. So the question I have for you ladies is... <laughs> Does women making more money lead to problems in society? <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Obviously, for all the reasons we just outlined. Yeah, this was an interesting topic because they were all just like, well, what? Yeah, I think they were more confused like, by the reasoning. Like, even Megan and Abby were just like, that's not the Tucker I know. Like, when I worked with him... He was nothing but kind and supportive and encouraging. So Bru I don't know where this came from. Yeah, I mean, I, think that's I was actually gonna more revealing. I was gonna yeah. wait to get into that, but since you brought it up, like how fuck, like Tucker Carlson is so, like a he's grotesque. Like, yeah, he's person. like a mouthpiece, and that's kind of what Joy said. She was like, "Well, then, is he just doing this for the theatrics, like to win a specific population's approval?" And like. Maybe that is the case. Like, maybe he's just a mouthpiece and he doesn't actually believe in this stuff and he just spits out this utter nonsense, but like, doesn't care about the harm that he's doing by doing that. It's just weird for any woman, any man or woman that is going to sit there and say, like, that's not yeah. the Tucker Carlson. Like, why mm. are you taking the time to defend this person? It's yeah. like, Kind of like a reoccurring well, theme with Abby is like defending yeah, people that with to me look clearly bad. I, I will say this before we get into that topic because I anchored a show with Tucker. I sat oh. at a table just like I do with you ladies. And this goes, this is so 
different than the Tucker that I know. Anyone that's worked closely with him, like he was so supportive of my career and wanted me to succeed. He's also a big proponent of marriage and families. That is probably the biggest thing for him. But he was always great to anyone he worked with, people of different backgrounds, immigrants. Yeah. He loved helping them out. So if you know Tucker personally, you would say he has a heart of gold. I don't um, see what good that is when, seeing, he's, when he's promoting this bad stuff to millions of people. I'm and That's I, literally what people say about when they find out someone they know killed someone. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, and I think they that, were nice to me. They're like, Roseanne's racist. Yeah. Well, that's Rosie O'Donnell being like, that's not the Roseanne well, I know. Yeah. And I also think with them specifically, it's like them never feeling like job security is like 100% there. And so they're always like, I don't want to say something that won't get me a job back at Fox. That's if I fair. Ever have and to. actually, that's the view's fault <laughs> for, for ma not yeah. making view co hosts feel like they have job security. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, and Megan actually was, was like, same, like, he was lovely to me yeah. when I worked there. Like, went out of her way to say that. He said so many awful things. I know. It's like, even if the person that, even if that person is nice to you, the damage that they're doing by putting these ideas out there in the world to a mm -hmm. huge audience is worse than if they were mean, like, to me, it's worse than if they were mean to you personally. Yeah. I also will say, like, the general topic at hand is just so, like, prehistoric. Like, yeah. um, first of all, asking the question, like, is should women make more <laughs> money than men? Like, that's an insane thing to still be talking about. And then second of all, now the view has to be like, yeah. well, would you date someone who makes less money than you? Like that's yeah. even that discussion is like so stupid and like we should be above that. And also it's just so it's like some heterosexual bullshit. Like mm -hmm. the like what? Like if like how it's crazy. Like, like the that's fact not that a Joy had to bring it back to Jane Austen just yes. shows like how like they need to yeah. be past this. It's not like forward thinking. Yeah. But it made me think <laughs> about Jane Austen novels and history of England and certainly English, English history certainly permeates American culture. Mm. And uh, in, there was a time when a woman could not inherit her father's estate. Only the son could inherit it. Mm. So if the oh, son... 1960. Okay. That was in 1960. Yeah. I'm I, just I, yeah. This is yeah. A not that long ago. Yeah. Mm. And so I think that, you know, the women had no choice but to marry up. They had to marry a guy with money in order oh. to survive. Yeah. And so I think that these types of traditions and cultural uh, advantages continue, and they continue to permeate well, in today's process. society. There's yeah. no one yeah. there to be like, also, like, this is, we're acting as though, like, man and woman is the only thing out yes. there. Like, the only couple, like, possible. Yeah, the whole thing is just, like, dumb. When I'm considering dating someone, first I'm like, are they crazy? Like, do they make me feel unsafe? Number Can they one? balance a checkbook? <laughs> That's what Sunny said. Yeah, it's like, do they make me feel unsafe at any time? No? Okay, moving on to the next step. Like, the amount of money they make is, like, never... It's, like, not even one of the preliminary steps. Okay, another hot topic. The very relationship-focused um, on this episode for us. Um... <laughs> Joy says, why buy the milk when you get the cow for free? Does having sex sooner initiate a stronger relationship? Does having sex when you first meet someone lead to a better relationship? It's just crazy how old school all these ladies are on the panel. 
Like, yeah. like they were all acting crazy about it. Even the ones who were like, yeah, it's fine. We're still being crazy. <laughs> In what way? Like, why? Like, again, like, why are we even talking about this? I yeah, think, no, I, I think mean, this is, I actually think this topic is like, yes, why are we even talking about this? But I think like it is a thing that people do, girls actually think I, about. I, I liked it because I think that the, uh, idea is that like it, it that they are old timey and people are thinking like oh yeah joy and sunny are gonna have a s- certain opinion and the young ones are not gonna care but it kind of like flipped it because abby was the one who was like i didn't do sex until i was married and joy was like i can't even wait two hours <laughs> yeah but actually like think about it like do you think having sex with someone when you first meet them would lead to a better relationship or are you just saying it's dumb to even talk about because like i just don't think that that's like a consideration like i don't know it's been a long time since (laughs) i had sex with anyone that wasn't the same person Mm -hmm. but like i think it's fine and i don't think that anyone thinks it's like oh i have to wait anymore right i don't know i think i think think people people do do. yeah because i think that like yeah i definitely think that I'm like, if I don't wait, are they going to think a certain way about me? But in the end, my decision ends up being my, like, it's like, I still care more about how I feel versus what other people are going to think. So it's, but it is something that I do consider. And I am like, are they worth just going for it? Or am I going to gain nothing from this experience? Yeah, I think yeah. a lot of people and not actually not just straight people do categorize people as like, would I just like have sex with them or like, Oh, maybe they would be more of a boyfriend material. So like I might like seem more modest for a while. I'm really surprised to hear this. Yeah. Yeah. I would say like with the person I'm with now, I like intentionally was like, I don't just want to throw it away and not like throw it, but like, I was like, I think it'll be worth it to wait a little bit because Mm -hmm. I see myself getting to know this person for like a while versus just being like, uh, they're okay. Like who cares? And like having sex right away. That said, I do think just having sex with someone, even if it's completely random, um, counts as a first date. And I actually would say Mm -hmm. it probably makes a stronger first date than (laughs) because like, there's no, like, like every there's everything's yeah. Like, you just already have gotten to know each other mm-hmm. like in such an intimate way. I think like that totally counts as a first date. So like, I do think people still think about this question a lot, but for myself personally, I don't think like I'm the same as Katie. Like I, w- I probably wouldn't wait <laughs> deliberately. Right. Um, yeah. And I guess the circumstances when I um, started dating Joe is because we were at a summer camp so we were like stuck together who the Christ else <laughs> well like when I say like wait I'm not talking like Abby <laughs> right yeah no I mean, like, oh also I think you might want to clarify that you weren't like teens <laughs> 10 <laughs> <laughs> working at a summer camp <laughs> yeah I mean I think that it, like I guess the actual thing that they were talking about was like do you think that it builds for a stronger thing when you don't wait and i think in terms of uh most and especially like hetero thinking like i still wasn't like waiting a long time so Mm -hmm. i think that probably yeah because i can't imagine not i can't imagine waiting like three months before sleeping with someone and like 
I would be scared that it would not go like I would be worried that it like wouldn't go well and then I would not like the person anymore and like even they were saying Megan was like we know Cut people too. Yeah. <laughs> Megan being like we know the people reason, who the real reason why we're talking <laughs> about this topic is because <laughs> Megan turns to Abby and is like you know our good girlfriend <laughs> You know her. <laughs> Who like, waited to have sex and then got divorced because it was, like, bad. Oh, no, no, no. You're forgetting. What? What? I thought she that was, was like, the moment. She was like, you know our friend. She had sex with so many people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was constantly just having sex and then like ordering dominoes. She has sex like a man. Like, she's, like, uh, in and out, like, with Tinder. And, like, it became this joke because she orders Domino's afterward. And so our code word would be, like, are you ordering Domino's tonight? Uh-huh. And, like, she totally wow. has sex like a guy, does not get emotionally attached in any way, now is married with children with a guy that she had sex with. And I was like, did you really? I cannot believe you just said Domino's. I was like, she was calling out to us. Yeah. And then she was like, yeah, just ordering Domino's. And then Anna chimed in on the Domino's. Well, the question is, is she still getting Domino's? Like, who is this girl that is just fucking and ordering Domino's? Because, like, they're yeah. probably my best it's friend. It's you, Kevin. You're that girl. I am that girl. Like, how is the Domino's it related? I didn't get it either. It was like, I was expecting was she more saying of a like, tie-in. That's why she it, has sex as if she's ordering Domino's, like, no. just one click away. I think. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Like, it's that as easy as ordering yeah. Domino's. Yeah. This took- segment sponsored by Domino's. <laughs> I took it as, like, I took it as, like, she was, it's like. so carefree. Yeah, like, that she yeah. was just, like fucking and then they would go home and then she would order dominoes and like watch tv until yeah. the next day that's a huge mood i think like having sex and then eating dominoes together is the strongest possible relationship you could that's build. true the i think eating dominoes first yeah the intimacy <laughs> then you will truly know <laughs> the intimacy of eating dominoes with someone yeah I think it's really intimate when the we finish a bag of chips and then Joe lets me drink the crumbs. <laughs> I think that's to me. <laughs> From his belly button. Sorry. Body shot. I Dorito took it too crumbs. Far. Okay, one more hot topic. So, Take us home, Marie. So this one is about a psychologist who wrote a report saying that midlife crisis crisis my midlife crisis are not a real thing it's a thing that like we made up to use an, as an excuse for irrational behavior i guess and then the co-host said whether they think they are or are not a real thing what do you guys feel a midlife crisis is isn't it your saturn return well, your Saturn return, I think, is actually sh- happens. It, that's it happens like three age. times that's in your life. Seven years, isn't oh, okay. it? No, it's every like thirty years. So, oh, because oh. that's what I was gonna say. I think so it's, it's when like you when you turn, turn twenty-eight or really? thirty, and then when you turn like fifty-seven, sixty, and then if you're like lucky Whoa. enough to live that long, like when My you're like eighty or ninety. My Saturn return is from RuPaul's podcast, and he <laughs> says that it's it comes every seven years. So usually it's when you're twenty-one. 28 no, that's wrong okay well i subscribe he's to not an astrologer so i will continue to believe that yeah um well according to this study it says that um a midlife crisis is 
uh, just when you start to become aware that life is passing you by. And um, if you've dissatisfied with your choices so far, you start to want that time back and you want to do something drastic to return to like your youth when you were spontaneous and carefree. Um, but you're really, you're just depressed. (laughs) Yeah. I think that for a lot of people, that's when it hits is like when they've hit a point where like they, they've had kids and they feel like they're losing control of their lives and who they used to be. Yeah. And it's often triggered by like a drastic thing that happened to you or changed in your life, like having kids or, yeah. Or they're like, they've been living the same life for the last 15 years, let's say. So if it happens when you're like 45 or something and you're like, I've been doing this for so long, who am I anymore? I should go buy a sports car. Yeah. <laughs> like I used to be cool. Yeah. I'm still cool. Yeah, exactly. And you're trying to reclaim your old identity. Okay. That's I, what I think of it as. Yeah, no, I think that's true. I just like was thinking of it in a different way where like something bad happens to you and you're like, fuck it that's like, what they were kind of that's what abby was saying too. yeah abby was like that's what it is but then they were like no it's that there's no reason for yeah because that's like mm-hmm. a real crisis like that's when, like uh when you have like postpartum or even like ptsd or something like when my mom had a stroke and then i came back to toronto after it was like over and yeah i got a pizza tattoo and pierced my ears yeah, at, the same, the, at the same time that's like more like you <laughs> you dealing with trauma yeah. that's like not midlife crisis i think midlife crisis is when everything is seemingly fine but it's like you're bored and you're having an inner crisis of being like who am i um i'm gonna have an affair or like something to reclaim who you are that is a very real thing that's there's no reason for a psychologist like i know psychologists are supposed to be like scientists but there's no reason to say that that's not a thing that's like even if people are using it as an excuse like i think that makes it valid in on its own yeah Yeah, like if so many society yeah if so many people are using that as an excuse for a weird behavior at a specific time of their life Mm -hmm. then i think that that just becomes a societal thing i'm glad megan brought up quarter life crises because i think we all are going through one and that is a saddened return yeah if if it's every 30 years yeah so then the midlife crisis would also be like trying to reset to the previous saturn return okay yeah yeah I do think I am getting my Saturn return like very hardcore. I think I got it on like January 1st <laughs> when I <laughs> couldn't stop crying and then decided I wanted to have a baby. Oh <laughs> See, I think I had my Saturn return like I think about a year or two ago. And now I'm like back into, okay, how do you <laughs> feel? doing it? It was crazy. Yeah. I'm like, I'm definitely experiencing it. Like I obviously went through a lot of change in like the last five years of my life. But then a, uh, a lot of stuff kind of resurfaced again this year for people who know me really well mm-hmm. um, in a really like crazy way. But I, I, I feel like knowing what a Saturn return is, I'm like, holy shit, did all of this happen this year? Because it was kind of like telling me something. And yeah. I've, I've really been like reflecting on that <laughs> a lot. Um, and it's been kind of affecting all my decisions about stuff. So I do think like I want to like speak to a professional astrologist. Like I want to mm, know. I'd like, love what's to have the yeah, deal? like your birth yeah. chart read by yeah. someone who is legit. 
Yeah, that shit's expensive. Yeah. But Michael Pace did one, and he said he was there for six hours. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> but Anna Navarro had the time in this topic because here we go with her stand-up routine again. You know, also, I, I do think midlife crisis comes at the wrong age in people's lives. Um, you're going to buy a convertible by the time you can hardly get out of it? I mean, I have yeah. a sports car. Come on, yeah. I need... is young. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, let me tell you something. Uh, the sports car, uh-huh. I need the jaws of life to extricate. That's true. That's true. Uh-huh. Right, that's true. You know, and if but, you're wearing Spanx, yeah. or be that. So they use Brian, the producer, as an example in this topic, yeah. and they're all like bashing. They gang up on him. They're just like, hey, Brian, what's your midlife crisis? I think they forget that like we don't see them interacting with Brian like all the time. Yeah. So they basically just bullied him and um we're talking about how he's lost 50 pounds apparently in the last year and they were like he lost anna is like he lost 50 pounds i found him Brian lost 50 pounds. He did. He lost he 50, lose 50 pounds, pounds. last year. Yeah, but you know what? Men lose weight faster than women. This is something I've really it took learned. Took him a year. Brian lost you. 50 pounds. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so, so wait. So are you saying so that, that so Brian's midlife crisis is that he this, lost 50 pounds? Well, you never. But know I'm wondering if mine is that I found them. But also, when they were talking about the when they were first like, "Hey, Brian, what's your midlife crisis?" He was like doing this show was my midlife crisis and they're like ha 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 and like the audience kind of struggles yeah and megan's like that joke didn't land <laughs> it didn't land brian hey brian that joke didn't land she says like, like no times. one laughed yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like i felt bad for him yeah like what is happening and also in doing that like her joke didn't land because yes, it just seemed to me i was like roll i was like kevin roll the tape did the audience <laughs> laugh or didn't they? like maybe that would have been funny if the audience was like the crew of the show yeah. <laughs> like i don't know yeah <laughs> yeah so all of that being said um this podcast was my midlife crisis <laughs> <laughs> you are brian um, it's time to end the episode with the view theater. We're going to do a scene that we have done before, but that you haven't heard. It's cursed. It's cursed because we did it in the last episode. And we did it again. Just not now. Five minutes ago. And we weren't recording. And it's also just like, it's we all the one, feel weird about it's the it. one view theater that I've been like, I don't know if we should be doing this. <laughs> It's, it's about racism. It's about racism. And I think the reason why it's an un it's it's a lesser known fight on the view is because people feel uncomfortable talking about it. Yeah. And Whoopi and Rosie O'Donnell were having a discussion that is like super uncomfortable. And um as we were saying before that you guys didn't hear, um, is that uh they both have points that you can understand why they would say those things but um whether you agree or not like you can see where they're coming from but uh it comes so the reason why they start talking about it is um about there was a a discussion about michelle Michelle obama Obama went to target mistaken for an employee at target and then other people in the past i guess had said that they thought obama was like a waiter stuff like that and so the topic is about turns into them discussing whether they think 
America is racist or not. Yeah. And um, some comparisons are drawn between um, being gay and being black Mm -hmm. and um, And raising being uh, raising a child that's a different race than you. And it's it's kind of it's like it explodes into this fight between Whoopi and Rosie O'Donnell. And it's rarely talked about in the canon of view fights over the years. But the one silver lining is that Laverne Cox was there. Right. To make it right. And (laughs) she should have been hired on the view. It's crazy that they've never had a trans woman of color on the panel in 2019 someone as charismatic as Laverne Cox yeah yeah she has such poise yeah yes um and I actually think when Sarah left it was their opportunity to hire a trans person finally and they didn't (laughs) pivoted opposite yeah (laughs) um okay so we're gonna act out this scene for you I think I mean it's cursed every time we try to act it out it doesn't one of us is gonna die oh my god stop it's a curse scene. It's, a real one. it's good enough. <laughs> so, okay, we're going to try it again. Um, Marie, who are you playing? I will be playing Laverne and Rosie O'Donnell. Katie? I'll be Rosie Perez and Nicole Wallace. And there's only one part left for me, and that's Whoopi. Action. You don't think it's racist if someone turns to the leader of the free country and says, can you park my car? Well... I'll tell you this. Remember when this one was looking at her sister on the thing? Yeah. She couldn't tell the difference. And I said to her, so it turns out that white people can't tell each other apart either? If me and Rosie were going to the store together. They would follow your behind too. They would follow me and not her. When my sister Carmen and I were in San Antonio, we're in an exclusive hotel. We're in an exclusive VIP lounge. There are millions of people in that, right? We walk in and they ask my sister Carmen to clean the table. Hey, I get it. So you think the lady walked up and said because she's Hispanic, she's a Hispanic woman, or because she just assumed that all Hispanic people who are in there can't afford to be there. But is it ridiculousness or is it racist it's racist and stupid it's both it's two things at once see i just see it as stupid but do you all think we live in a racist country without a doubt see i think a country that elects an african-american twice i don't think every american is racist that i agree with and then a congress that doesn't allow him to do one thing the congress is controlled by democrats but wait hold up Make that point again, because it's very important that people remember who is in the Congress. Those were Democrats also that we elected. Democrats are racist, too. It's a cultural history. Listen, you are a white lady telling me what is racist to you. I am a gay American who has been called a dyke. I know what homophobia and hatred looks like. But it's not the same. I have a black kid I raised, Whoopi. I have a kid in my house. That is not the same thing. You don't have to be black to know what racism is. Yes, you do. No, you don't. Yes, you do, baby. No, you do not. Yes, you do. Let me explain. I think that there's so many white folks out there who've been protesting and who understand. Yes, yes. Which is why I say it is not racism because America is just 
a racist country because there are white people who get it. There are people who look up and see, honey, this I know, but that is why I will not accept the blanket statement that America is racist. I don't agree. Sorry. Kick my butt and keep your tweets to yourself. And that goes for this episode as well. (laughs) Keep your tweets to yourself. It's such a like weird fight also in the sense that I think they're both on the same side. But they don't like each other. Yes. What homophobia and no, hatred but looks it's like. Not the same. I have the black kid I raised, Whoopi. I have a kid in my house. That is not the same thing. You don't have to be thing. black to know what racism yes, is. Yes, you do. No, you don't. Yes, you do, no, baby. You do it was the most like shocking and jarring thing is just to discover that Rosie O'Donnell and Whoopi Goldberg don't actually like each other. And so much attention is just put on like Rosie's first time being on The View. Uh And they like, maybe it's just too heartbreaking to find out that her and Whoopi like aren't friends. Well, (laughs) keep your tweets to yourself on that. (laughs) Um, We did finally get it out there. um, Unless I delete this episode later. Um, Please do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till the grid goes down. <laughs> Maybe normally I would say leave a rating and review, but if you don't like the subject matter of that view theater, then keep it to yourself. Um, make sure you're following us on Twitter at Deja the View Pod, and have a great day, everyone. Take a little time to enjoy being cursed. <laughs> Play us out, Abby. That's all, folks.